Well, hey, this is Josh Nelson with the Seven Figure Agency, and on today's episode of the Seven Figure Agency podcast, super excited to be interviewing Brian Stearman from Lawn Care Marketing Mechanic. Uh, he's had a, a, a meteoric rise, I think, in his digital yeah. marketing agency, and so I'm super excited just to kind of interview him on what he's done, how he's done it, and hopefully inspire you to do the same within your digital marketing agency to, to really get the success that you're after and, uh, and move things forward. So, Brian, welcome to the show. So glad to have you. Thanks for having me. Uh, so let's start. Just tell us a little bit about your about your digital marketing agency, like number of clients, years in business, all of the, that kind of fun stuff. So we started uh, in March of 2017 uh, after taking your online class. Um, currently, we have about 60 clients. Um, so about a year and a half. That's awesome. Like that. So 60 clients, approximately how much recurring revenue? Uh, we're, we're at about mm, a little short of 700000 a year right now in recurring revenue. That's phenomenal. So, so. Congratulations. Yeah. So just give us like a little bit of your background because you know, you're not the typical digital marketing guy. Can right. you kind of tell us the... So I, I actually started out as a, a police officer and, and out of kind of necessity, I started a lawn care marketing, or I'm sorry, a lawn care business. Um, ran that for a while got really interested in marketing that business doing my own website doing pay-per-click that kind of stuff and really just started searching out uh, ways to do that for other lawn care companies as opposed to going out there and actually mowing yards um, so that's kind of what led me to you know i kind of found you through other classes and things like that and took that class um, actually ended up coming here um, to to the offices in miami and that was really the change. I mean, so I took the course and did did some of the some of the work. I won't say that I did it all, but uh, but certainly did some of it. Uh, started doing some positioning work. Got a client that I could use as a case study. Um, those types of things. And then once I came here to the office, kind of saw the the scale of this, how you guys were doing things. That was really the change. And so that was that when I left here, I was supercharged and just went after it that's awesome so you got to get down to miami for one of our one of our power days thanks, yes <laughs> thanks for saying i'm glad that it had such a big impact on your the acceleration of your growth so like let's just talk about the the progression of the agency so about a year and a half um already 60 plus clients like tell us about you know the progression over that period and even though this is a a rapid progression you know not everybody right. gets to that level that quick so i was um you know, in the first few months, it was, you know, one customer, two customers, that kind of stuff. Um, it was slow, um, you know, but it was, it was just me doing the work, um, doing the sales, doing the marketing, doing everything. Um, and really what, I mean, basically creating, getting those few customers, getting them results, getting the work done. Um, and then them having those examples to share mm -hmm. with future, you know, with other calls, other marketing leads, that type of stuff, being able to show them those websites, show them results, show them what we've done for other customers, how much revenue we've been able to bring to those businesses. That was really what moved us forward. And then, I mean, we had in the winter months, which is our busy time, um, you know, 10, 12 clients in one month mm. adding on. So, that's amazing. You know, that was that was kind of how we grew. I mean, it was it really boiled down to getting results for a few clients first and then sh having those results to show 
and that made the sale so much easier. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so that was kind of the, the, the change point. Um, talk to us about how you chose the niche. I guess for you, it's kind of kind of easy because you're right. already in it. But you know, well, and you know what was funny was I. So I took the course, and I, I was trying to come up with something that I wanted to do for a niche. And I, I was like, you know, I came here, sat down with you and Dean and everyone else that was here, and I, I remember Dean saying, eh, you know, I don't know if I'd choose the lawn care marketing. You know, lawn care marketing. That, you know, that's a seasonal service, that type of stuff. And, you know, he's right. It is seasonal and that type of thing. I think really what it is is qualifying the customers to make sure that you're getting the right type of customer that can afford to pay you to provide service year round. Mm -hmm. So you're not going after the one man show that's out there mowing grass and answering calls on, you know, nights and weekends and that kind of stuff and trying to collect checks underneath (laughs) doormats, you know, you're looking for professional companies that really have, you know, a business established. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, reality was, is I was looking for customers in that 250 to $500,000 a year range okay. as far as revenue goes. All right. And that's that's a critical insight. That's something you guys should all pay attention to. Regardless of your niche, right? You could look at plumbing. You could look at lawn care. You could look at almost any niche and be like, that's a terrible niche. These guys don't have money. They're not going to pay you for these right. types of services. And, and, and depending on who you're working with, you're probably right, you know? But if... If you choose the right clients, right, tr- client selection really is the critical factor between success and failure in any niche. Right. You know, he's looking two hundred fifty to, to you said two hundred fifty to five hundred thousand. About five hundred thousand, and I mean, you know, it's like, it's great that if you can find someone bigger than that in that market. In my industry, that five hundred thousand mark is typically, you know, a decent sized business. Mm-hmm. We have clients that are over a million, but they're they're few and far between in yeah. that industry. Absolutely. So, so great insight. Chucking a truck, one man operation, you're going to beat yourself oh. into the ground and, and want to just throw in the towel. But if you've got quality o- operations that have been in business, that understand how things work, right? They spend money in advertising, they know how to track the return, they know how to close the business, you know, those, those kinds of companies you know, exist in just about every niche. Right. And so you want to specialize in those types of companies. So, so thank you for that. That was a, that was a great insight. Um, so just kind of talk us a, a little bit, like what is it that you do for your clients? What types of services do you provide? So we're full service. So we build a website. That really the first thing we do is build a website. Um, then we do some you know, citation management, SEO type services. Then we do pay-per-click management. And then we also kind of help them manage their Facebook ad campaigns. Um, in my industry, um, my guys are not technical at all. So they require a lot of direction. Um, and a lot of times it's it's just teaching them how to present their business um, you know getting in front of a camera taking the camera with you making sure that it's held the right way that mm-hmm. you're using the right type of settings on your camera um, and, and just you know how to promote their business mm-hmm. so we kind of help them with that um, we're leaning towards doing more of what you're doing with with camera days and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff so um, just really trying to start position ourselves for that. But that's really the bulk of our business. Okay. Um, this, this next year, we'll be doing some one-off websites as a add-on type service for some of those smaller guys that we can hopefully develop into long-term clients okay. from an SEO standpoint in the future. All right, so, so, they're, so they're basically buying website, SEO, and a little bit of paid search management? Right. Okay, excellent. And, and it's always, other than what you're doing there, it's usually they're paying you a monthly recurring fee. Yeah, so up to, actually up till next month, when we go to a, to a conference, um, we've never offered one-off websites. Okay. So we've, we've turned them down, and you know, if it wasn't recurring revenue, we weren't interested, and we've just kind of positioned ourselves as far as labor goes 
we have some capacity to build more websites. And so we're going to take that opportunity and start building some. Awesome. So I'm going to encourage you guys, if you're not at at least $50,000 a month in recurring revenue, don't sell one-offs. You know, it's going to be a distraction. It's going to prevent you from really getting scale and growth. Brian has my blessing at, at $750,000 a year. He's got some excess capacity. It makes sense. Um, you should be focused on all monthly recurring revenue. I think yeah. you'd probably agree with I, that. I totally agree with it. I, I'm glad. Uh, I mean, we took on some clients in the very beginning that we shouldn't have, you know, mm -hmm. that were that one-man type thing, and people that were interested in those lower-dollar services that weren't recurring revenue, and they were. They were a complete distraction. You would spend, honestly, you'd spend double the amount of time working with them than you would if you had just gotten the recurring revenue client that you would normally try to sell. Yeah. Because you're changing everything to try to facilitate what they want done. Yeah. Believe it or not, it takes almost well, it takes exactly as much energy to sell a thousand dollar a month retainer client as it takes to sell a one thousand one time website exactly. client. Yep. And the amount of work you do for that website, you know it's the same. It, it's, it's a ton of work where you could get a thousand dollars per month into perpetuity. Yep. You know, selling them not just the website, but selling them the SEO and the paid search management and right. everything else. Exactly. Awesome. So like, let's talk about the package. We talked a little bit about this from a packaging perspective. It's it's all in. Right. It's all in. So we, um, like I said, we're going to go to a a conference. We're going to offer a few things that we've never done before. So. One, so we're going to obviously offer our full service package, which is really where we're kind of trying to steer everyone. We're going to offer one-off websites, and then we're going to offer one-off pay-per-click management. Okay. Um, honestly, the pay-per-click management thing, from a revenue standpoint, isn't much different than the full package. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's it's I'm not willing to use someone else's website. I'm not using someone else's landing pages. We're going to have a lot of work to do with them, so they're still recurring revenue clients. It's just they're basically not getting the SEO. Got it. Makes makes sense. So um, this is, now this is interesting, um, and everybody wants you know everyone likes to hear about the oh I got sixty clients and this is what I'm doing today. But the hardest part really is your first handful of clients. Right. Your first three, four, five clients. So let's just talk about how did you get those first five clients and that first like five thousand dollars in monthly recurring. So I uh, I actually went out to Facebook and found groups that were in the industry that I chose. So basically I just went for Facebook groups that had a bunch of lawn mowing guys in it. Mm -hmm. And I just started answering questions about SEO and building websites and things like that. And when they expressed an interest in having a website built, I would message them on Facebook, that type of thing. Um, and then really I, I kind of connected with a CRM that uses that that a lot of lawn care companies use and by getting into that group I was able to get really all my clients these days come from that at least they may not find me that way but they most of them are involved in that group in some okay. way Excellent. just because it's such a, a predominant CRM in that industry Awesome. So, so I mean, a really cool insight here. Probably not what you were expecting to hear. <laughs> Got into a Facebook group of people within his niche, started adding value and answering questions, and and just PMs people basically after yep. they after they got value from you right not spammy right you know, so not just not a hey need help with your website hey i made a sample exactly. site for you to go check this out exactly yeah so it was answer questions give advice made sure that my you know that my the name and my what i did for a living on 
Facebook mm-hmm. matched. Was well, congruent. Right. You know, so it wasn't, oh, I'm, you know, I own a lawn care company because at the time I did. And, you know, so it was, you know, I, I own a lawn care marketing mechanic and this is what I do and, and that type of stuff. So making sure that that was all in place mm. before I ever went out there and did it. So when someone looked at me after commenting, they knew what I did and knew how to contact me. Yeah. So your persona on Facebook, on LinkedIn matter, right? So, you know, if you're going to go after your niche, lawn care in his case, He's got lawn care marketing mechanic. He's branded that way on Facebook, on right. LinkedIn probably. So when he answers these questions, they're like, oh man, that was useful. They follow back to the profile. He's got a, a banner that's probably, did your banner talk about that at that point? Yep. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And it was just, it was all very congruent. Right. Yeah. So it was your, it was actually your, I don't even know if you still use it, the little checklist. Uh-huh. Yep. So it was, it was a CTA for that. And Beautiful. So they click on that and we'd send them that and get their email. So. Fantastic. So that, I mean, that's a great strategy. Maybe some of you guys aren't even thinking about, you know, think about your niche, go find the groups that those people in that niche are hanging out in and, you know, start adding value. Don't expect to get clients right out of the gates. How long did you have to do this before? It, it took a little while. I mean, so my, I got really lucky. Um, I knew a guy that I had talked to in the past. Basically my case study was someone that I had a relationship with in the past mm-hmm. that I, um, I had helped from a business standpoint okay. from lawn mowing to lawn mowing company. Okay. And so I was able to just kind of reach out to him and it was more of a, Hey, look, I, I need someone other than my website to use. Mm. And if you'll be my cheerleader, I'm going to give you a heck of a deal. Nice. And, um, you know, which, which is awesome. Cause it's, it, so it's been a couple of years now since I've worked with, started working with him and he went from three, a little over $300,000 a year. He's at 1.2 million last year. Wow. So huge. Powerful. Yeah. That's I mean, so powerful. I love using him as a case study because it's a, I mean, you know, you're talking about $700,000, $800,000 a year in revenue mm-hmm. that we were able to give to him and he did absolutely no other marketing That's than what we did for him. That's so, fantastic. Um, he's a great case study for us yep. and you know, and that helped us a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another critical insight when it comes to this, you know, choose the niche, go out, position yourself, add value. And then one of the number one levers that's going to move you from your first client to your 12th, 15th, 60th client is to crush it for at least, you know, one of the first handful of clients. Especially who you're giving out. (laughs) Like crush it. Make sure that that client gets ranked on page one, gets great results. That way they'll be your mouthpiece, right? They're your proof. You know, you can say that you're great and you know how to get clients ranked and you can get them results. But when you can actually point to, look, this is the client, one of the clients I did this for. This is the result. Go ahead and talk to them. Your sales resistance drops to the floor, right. and that's when you get accelerated growth. So you have some great nuggets you're sharing here. Thank you very much. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about how you generate clients now. Like, what's what's the flow? Like, where where does the lion's share of the business come from? So, most of it is referrals. Okay. Um, yeah. So that and that same group. So mm-hmm. that CRM that I work with, um, that is, you know, those are really my ideal clients because people that are paying for a CRM that are paying to to be involved in those types of things have the money to afford marketing mm-hmm. so they're not you know no one that has a CRM is out there mowing grass day in and day out by themselves in a helper right you know they, they have they have a team yeah. they have an office staff um, so that's kind of what's works best for me I honestly I mean we just we keep getting so many more clients our biggest issue is as a business is really just keeping up with process and getting the work done mm-hmm. so you know we haven't um 
we haven't focused a lot on sales. I've been, you know, as you know, I've I've been uh, positioning myself from a, a staffing standpoint mm -hmm. to be in a better position for next year, so I can really focus on sales and marketing and, and really try to grow this thing. You know, next year sometime we'll reach a million dollars, and you know, then just go from there. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, critical critical insight. Something that you guys can tap into is um, is this whole concept of the CRM in the industry. You know, in plumbing and HVAC. There are two category killers, they call them, like the ones that almost everybody uses. It's Service Titan and House Call Pro. Um, in his industry, you don't have to say it, but there's, there's a software that everybody uses, and that's the main platform they use for marketing automation, for dispatching their guys, for right. billing their customers. They literally run their businesses out of these systems. And I can guarantee you there's one in your niche, or probably a handful in your niche. And these guys that are using these systems, that are paying premium dollar for access to these types of tools, tend to be progressive you know, business owners. And if you can crack into that industry or into that CRM group and you know, be at their events, um, get into their closed groups, the little of Facebook groups, um, it can become an affinity group that, that generates business for you on a very ongoing basis. Yep. Right? Absolutely. And there's, I mean, there's several in our industry. I just chose one because it's top of the line. It's the, it's the premier. It's, yeah, it's the high end one. And so, like you speak at their events and you you exhibit, or is it more mostly so just, just exhibit? Okay. Um, so um, I, I do have some speaking engagements set up for next year. Um, this year we have um, I'll do some roundtables and dinners and things like that, but no, um, not on stage okay. for the big one. Um, I just didn't get there in time. Mm. Um, but they they were able to get me a booth at the back of the room. Um, I'm the only marketing company there, so it'll be good. Yeah, so there's not, about 500 attendees. We're not so. talking about him having one JV that's plugging him into hundreds of customers. We're not talking about a $10,000 a month advertising budget. No. We're talking about, you know, into a, a very good niche where he's well positioned, into the Facebook group, adding value, um, getting kind of into that affinity group, not speaking, but just hanging out, having the having the, the booth at the back. Right. Um, and then getting on, on average, would you say like five to eight new clients per month? Yeah, so we, I mean, our peak months, 10, 12 slower months four to six somewhere in there Phenomenal. and um yeah it's i mean it's been a crazy ride actually but um but yeah i mean it's, it's been really good to go to those events and and just really meet a i mean like when i go here in a few weeks to to the conference there'll be i think 35 of my clients will be there wow so you know um you take them all to dinner and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff and and you know have that face time yep. um, without having to go to 35 different cities mm -hmm. so and the and the the word spreads oh yeah right? that's all oh, well you got 35 cheerleaders there at the exactly. conference for you um you know they're all you know provided you're taking care of your customers they're they're gonna start talking about what you're doing for them especially yeah. with you being there mm -hmm. no doubt powerful powerful stuff so so now let's talk a little bit about fulfillment, right? So you've got, you've got all these clients now. You've had this rapid growth. You said somewhere like 8, 10, 12 clients in a single month. Not a massive team. How do you get, how do you get all this work done for the clients and, yeah. and do it so well that everybody's happy and they're getting good results? Right, yeah, so a lot of work. Um, <laughs> a lot of time and a lot of work. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I've tried people here in the United States, people where I live, people overseas, um, yeah, and and honestly, today, my team is, is a mixture of all of that. Mm -hmm. So I have I have hired people in in the town that I live in, which is very small, um, and then I have other people that live throughout the United States that. 
kind of work, um, they do work full time. And then I also have some people that are overseas that do develop, you know, website development, that kind of stuff, some coding stuff, mm -hmm. that type of thing. So um, that, you know, the whole team, um, that's part of, you know, really as far as where I'm at in my business, growing my business, that is our biggest struggle at mm -hmm. the moment yep. is, you know, how do we systematize everything? And that's kind of what we're doing. Um, you know, we, I talked to you about teamwork and that kind of stuff. Yep. So we're in the process of kind of, you know, we had all these spreadsheets and documents and different, you know, emails and just 15 different ways of making sure everything got done. And uh, so we're putting it all together in teamwork. And if my recommendation would be is start out that way. So if you can document your process, that was part of the training that I didn't follow. Right. Yeah. I, I should have kind of, um, the first customer, I should have kind of documented the process and had it all set up in teamwork. I mean, I know it's an expense, but, um, I sure regret it. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, having that process, I think will make it a lot easier to keep on you know, track for each customer because, you know, obviously today with the number of customers we have, there are things that fall between the cracks. I mean, mm -hmm. we miss things. Um, so, you know, it's getting organized and making sure you have your stuff together is, is important. Yeah, no, no doubt. So it's, it's not easy for anybody. Um, I think one of the key things he did, you know, that I think is actually smart and he's saying now, oh, I wish you hadn't, you know, focus on, on getting the clients, right? If you don't have clients, you can have the best systems in the world. You can have the best That's team true. in the world but you don't have any revenue and there's no way to keep, keep things going. So go out, get the clients, and then build the systems in the process. So you're, you're right. going to get all of that stuff fleshed out. Yeah, and really the first few. I mean, it, it took a few to actually even get a process figured out, no I mean, what you were really going to do. Yeah. You know, what, what in theory on paper when you're, you haven't done it yet isn't what actually happens in real life. Exactly. It changes, right. Yeah. right. No, no doubt about that. So, so useful, really powerful stuff. Um, you know, what just, just, you know, everybody's influenced by something, right? So what, what, what has influenced you in terms of books, trainings, organizations to help kind of get you the success that you had? Yeah, so, I mean, I, so I was kind of chasing that, um, wanted to do something other than have employees and work for a living type, <laughs> you know, actual, at least physical labor. Um, and so I started looking at different things and, and really, I didn't know what that was at first. It was at first I, th I thought I was going to be a Facebook trainer or something like that, mm -hmm. and I was going to be like some Facebook guru. Nice. And uh, so I, I ended up taking a bunch of classes on Facebook from like, um, there, you know, different, all kinds of different celebrities, I guess, if you will, mm -hmm. that you know, Facebook training people. And uh, I found um, the Fletcher method, I believe, mm -hmm. was was a uh, a program that I was in, and that's where I'm saw you okay uh, so that's that's kind of the it's where i found you oh, nice. and then um and i realized and i didn't realize you had and I, you may not have had it at the time the seven figure agency set up but i saw the plumbing and hvac seo and i was like man that is something that's something that i'm interested in mm. and that was kind of started looking at, at you and, and what you were doing started looking at some other companies that did the same type of thing mm -hmm. in different niches and that kind of stuff and really decided hey that's that's something i i can get excited about and get interested in and i would enjoy that working with a bunch of different companies and helping them grow nice. and that was really the draw was i mean i mean it's fun it's you know i enjoy the the business part of it but the most rewarding thing is when your customers call you and tell you hey i got you know i'm, I'm up two hundred thousand dollars this year that's you awesome. know those those are the calls you love and uh, that's really what keeps me 
energized about it. There's just so much, so much impact you can have by running your business. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes care of you and your family and, and your employees' families, but it also is helping other people and their families and all their employees as well. What would you say to that digital marketing agency owner that's you know just getting started or just kind of at that you know break even point? You know, what would you say in order to kind of encourage them or help them along? What nuggets of wisdom would you share? I mean, stay focused. I mean, that's, you know, it's easy to get distracted by all the different trainings available out there, all the different influencers out there. I mean, I kind of, after the Fletcher thing and I found your, the seven-figure agency, which I didn't make it in the first batch. I think it was the second because mm -hmm. um, I didn't know about it. <laughs> but um, but um, I, I really just... I went through Facebook and I removed all these pages that I, you know, all these things that I was following, all these people that I was following, and really just went on an information diet, nice. um, you know, and said, okay, I'm going to do this one thing, and just, you know, he's he's been successful. This is kind of what I want to do. I'm just going to follow this and see where it takes me, as nice. opposed to. I mean, I, I just had too many people, you know, I was trying to listen to 10 different people on what to do. And I think that's what most people kind of get wrapped into yeah. is they just get, there's too many influences and you're following 10 different methods of trying to get the stuff done. And if you just follow one, someone that's had success, if you just emulate what they do, you should be able to generate similar results. Beautiful. Couldn't have, couldn't have said it better by myself. That, that was awesome. <laughs> this, was, this was a great a great interview, Brian. Thank you so much for, for sharing. You bet. I think the, the nuggets have been profound. Uh, I think, you know, congratulations on your growth and your Thank success. You. Super exciting. The funny part is you're just getting started. If you think yeah. about it, I mean, you're, you're, you're just shy of a million dollars, and you haven't even really opened up all of the different marketing avenues yeah. that are available or built your team. So you can only imagine where you'll be three to five years from now. Yeah, I'm scary to think about. <laughs> <laughs> so right, hopefully you guys got great value from this, this episode. Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. If you want to learn more about how to build your digital marketing agency, um, you know, learn from guys like Brian and myself, uh, go to sevenfigureagency.com. There we've got a training series, a little mini series that walks you through how we were able to build our digital marketing agency, focusing on the plumbing and HVAC space to, um, you know, to seven figures, made the Inc. 5000 list the last uh, three years in a row, and um, you know, the model that that Brian and Alan, some of the other guys are following and working, you can find it all there at sevenfigureagency.com. So thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you guys again soon. <laughs>